Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely fantastic day today. It's July 7th. It's my 35th birthday, so it's a fun day staying busy down here at Health Masters. And thank you again for your support of healthmasters.com and as I told you guys yesterday one of the top products we have that's incredibly good at detoxifying the body the N-acetylcysteine supports glutathione synthesis as well on sale for product of the week over 10% off so be sure to check that out on the website at healthmasters.com especially if you got time over the weekend a couple other products products and sale kits that we have on the website as well so be sure to check those out one first interesting thing that I saw earlier today now is that this uh, film that came out, and I still haven't been able to get the chance to the theater to see it yet as far as The Sound of Freedom. Uh, it's been blowing up as far as all over the country. And ironically enough, it's already surpassed apparently this new woke Indiana Jones uh, by a couple million dollars already, even though it's in like 2,000 less theaters than this Indiana Jones is. I watched a review from a conservative guy on Indiana Jones the other day. Cause I mean, a lot of us grew up with that film. I mean, the first one was incredible. You know, it was a really cool film. The second one uh, went to crap. I mean, when the whole weird sacrifice stuff they're doing in it, but the first Indiana Jones, you know, was a really wild film. And, you know, a lot of young kids, including myself, when we grew up watching that, you know, the action movie and the balls, you know, rolling through and everything at the beginning. And what's interesting is how far that entire series is degraded now with this new one that's coming out now. And I watched a few clips of it and from reviews on it. And it's just funny to me how, again, now they put this super liberal woke left woman in there that's basically replacing Indiana Jones in the film, kind of like phasing him out like exactly what they did with the last James Bond series, bringing in that female to be 007 who's super hardcore leftist liberal and acts like she's a lesbian in the movie. And this is what they keep doing over and over and over again is they take these films that were once incredible in the original ones, and they're now trying to restructure them and make them these just essentially agenda messages. And Sound of Freedom absolutely is already crushing it, ironically, with literally in half the theaters. And I know some people were basically discussing what, you know, that film, there's a lot of controversy around it because apparently it was originally produced in 2018. People don't know this. And a, a 20th Century Fox acquired the rights to actually uh, do the film as far as put it out there. And then they got bought up by Disney and then Disney completely scrapped it, would not show it, would not put it out there, would not do anything with it. And then finally, Angel Studios came in and acquired it in uh, 2023 this year and was able to get it out immediately. And I've had some people send me emails about angel studios and that they're basically a Mormon based studio company. Um, again, I'm not very uh, fond of a lot of that. I know some of the stuff they believe is a little strange. However, I do know what they've been doing with angel studios has been something that's been much better than anything else. Anybody else has bothered to do, including any Christian companies with actually producing studio films that are Christian based and not a bunch of this woke stuff. And uh, so they've been doing a lot uh, in the market as far as trying to produce films that have a lot of Christian background and Christian themes to them instead of pro just producing this absolute filth that Hollywood seems bent on trying to make to send out to the theaters. 
But see, the beauty of the movie theater numbers that we've seen now, and you know, movies have been a staple, especially in American culture, for 100 years. And what's interesting about it is movies are one of the easiest ways to see what people really do truly support and what they really are willing to go do. You know, for somebody to go take two hours out of their day and go pay eight, nine, ten, twelve dollars for a ticket and multiple, you know, tickets if you go with people and go see a film, you're putting a lot of support in those films. And that's why I told you before, you know, if you got movies that come out that have people that you're diametrically opposed to, like, you know, Satanist Megan Fox and stuff like that. I'm not going to go see a film with a person like that in it. And some people go, oh, well, that doesn't make a difference. Oh, it makes a difference, especially when you have millions and millions and millions of other people to decide they're not going to go support these films and basically give money to these actors that are hardcore leftists or, in other terms, are producing or you know promoting Satanism and seances and drinking blood like she does. And so, again, this is what's interesting. So I'm going to go see this film probably over the weekend. Check it out. I'll give you guys my opinion on it next week. But from what I've heard, you know, this needs to get brought up. This this child trafficking that is becoming so horrific across the world, is it going away? And it's getting worse and worse because it's basically being normalized, so to speak, over how a lot of people discuss things. You know, it's funny how the Internet can't possibly seem to figure out how to eliminate child pornography, the root demand for child trafficking, but they can censor, block, delete all conspiracy theories and facts or anything that questions the narratives whatsoever about any topic that they see fit. It's kind of funny about that, right? You know, you bring one thing up during COVID about the RNA gene therapy shot, boom, your account was frozen. I mean, Facebook puts you in Facebook jail. You can't say that. That's misinformation. Fact checkers have been reviewing this, and independent fact checkers have said this is missing context. They put stupid stuff like that all the time where they just flat out pull your post down. But yet they can contact trace those who've been in contact with COVID on their phones, right? I mean, think about this for a second. They can literally tell everybody that they're tracing everybody in the entire country on their phones, tracing who comes in within a few feet of one another on your phones, going in and monitoring anyone and everything, what people say online. But suddenly they can't seem to figure out who keeps molesting and stealing and trafficking and basically kidnapping children and finds out who keeps disseminating all this perversion online. Just, just can't, can't seem to figure it out, man. You know, just, ah, that one just gets away from us. But, but. We figured out every single person that was in January 6th, including their entire background, their bank accounts, their air flights, their hotels, every single place they went and geotracked and logged them on January 6th at the Capitol. And we found out that they were insurrectionists because they walked into the Capitol building. Oh, oh, jail, jail for you. You go to jail right now. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. You go to jail. But guys, we can't we can't possibly figure out who's kidnapping children and putting this stuff online and sending this stuff across the internet all over the place. We can't, can't figure that out. Clearly, my sarcasm is running thick on this. Is this is exactly what is happening? The CIA, from what I've been told by numerous people who have worked in basically contract work, are the biggest traffickers of drugs. Weapons and children, period. You can fact check me on that all you want. You talk to some people that have been operators and they will tell you the exact same thing. These groups that operate with these alphabet agencies, especially with the CIA, they don't have to go by any set of rules. People forget that. The CIA doesn't go by any laws and rules from the United States. They are a completely rogue element. 
They don't have to answer to anybody. They are so rogue, they can fly in an AC-130 or a C-130 transport plane into any military base in the entire world, and they don't even have to get clearance. They don't have to do inspections. They don't have to go through customs. They don't even have to ask permission. They just state, this is what we're doing right now, and nobody asks them a single question what they're doing at all. They do run the entire black ops in the entire world of what they do. And Jim Caviezel, the main star of this movie, was in a report the other day. He was doing a show I saw on Rumble, and he was talking about it. He was basically bringing it up. He goes, you've got these basically alphabet agencies, the CIA. that They are the biggest traffickers. This is what they do. This is what they're involved in. And this is why it is so important to at least, if you can't be directly involved with trying to pull these kids out of this, at least be active in getting the truth out there. It's not a fun topic. It's not something that I want to talk about on my birthday today on July 7th, but it's something that has to be addressed because the only way to actually fix it and do the best you can to prevent it and protect some of these kids is you have to talk about it and you have to get it out there and make people know what's going on and have discussions and say, hey, listen, you got to support this. you got to support that. Or you got to talk about it at least and get the information out there. So, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters and allowing us to get this truth out there on a regular basis and allowing these things to happen. There's so much weird things that are going on right now. I just got an article somebody sent me from over there in um, Essex or uh, Sussex over there in uh, U.K., and there's, this, this is the title of the article that came out. Hunt for two women after 15-year-old boy is un- knocked unconscious and stripped naked in a park. Uh, officers are searching for a woman with dyed red hair who is six foot f- tall, three feet, th- six foot three, also wearing glasses, blue shorts, and a crop top. The other woman is described as five foot 11 with dyed blonde hair and basically speaking in a different accent, both looked like they were around 18 to 20 years old. They found the child, 15 years old, woke up in the woods, somebody trying to help him, without clothes, with injuries to his head and his body. Detectives have urged anyone with information to come forward. Now, the first thing that came about this, and Corey, with PPI, PPI, he posted an article about this on social media last night, and actually did some digging on what's going on over there. These were two grown men that were running around like transvestite perverts, and they basically tried to rape this kid in the middle of the park. What six-foot-three woman is running around assaulting a 15-year-old kid? Let's just be real clear on that. That's not real common anywhere. (laughs) Two grown women that are 18 and 20 years old go assault a 15-year-old boy and try to rape him? Really? Does that really happen? No. These were two grown men that were dressed up like trannies and tried to basically have their way with this kid. And, of course, the media is so stinking perverted now. They put the headline out there on every single headline article in UK. The hunt for two women ensues after boy is found naked in park. The hunt for two females after boy is found. Really? Really, guys, are we really going to this level now? Are we really going to start going to this level of stupidity? These are the headlines we're going to put out there. Well, yeah, this is what happens when political correctness runs amok and perversion takes hold and people are unwilling to speak the truth about what's really occurring. So, again, this is why it's so important that people do their own research, people get the truth out there and continue to stand up for what you truly believe. What do you think, Dad, and how are you doing this morning?
Oh, I'm so excited about the Jim Caviezel movie. I think I'm going to go see that tonight. I've got a friend coming in from out of town, and I think I'm going to go see it. And I, th- I really want to be able to say that I saw the movie and give you guys a review on it because I'm so excited that it had beaten out the Indiana Jones movie. I have not seen the yeah. Indiana Jones movie. I heard it was like a C-rated film. I heard it was awful. Uh, it was so shallow as far as its content. All it was was a bunch of chase scenes. And uh, I will say this quite frankly because of what I've already read and because of my friends that have already seen it. I will not endorse that movie whatsoever. Plus, it has that transgender woman in it, like you said, who wants to be the new Indiana Jones. And uh, she looks like a complete and total tranny is what she looks like, hardcore guy who's trying to be a woman who acts like a guy who looks like a woman who looks like an ugly woman, actually. And it's just what it is. And so just, you know, don't waste your money on stuff like that. And I mean, what did you think Hollywood was going to Hollywood was going to put out? I mean, you know, Harrison Ford is pretty doggone liberal. And, you know, and all these things that are happening now, as far as the movie, it's all part of, like Austin said, the indoctrination of these children. And what they're doing. But this problem, this movie was a big flop. And uh, I, I figured it was going to be because because Hollywood can't put anything out now that's not woke. Same thing with James Bond. The next James Bond is supposed to be some hardcore transgender lesbian, I guess. Who knows? The same thing, you know, when they're doing all the superheroes now. They're all a bunch of gays, a bunch of weirdos. It's, they want Superman to be gay now. I mean, it's just sick, sick, perverted stuff. Because this is the agenda of the Kabbalist Luciferian Network, which runs Hollywood, which we talk about all the time on the show. And, and, you know, and the thing about it is. You know, a lot of you guys are contacting me on an ongoing basis and sending me emails. I get back to you as quick as I can. And a lot of you guys feel as though you've known me for years and that we're personal friends. And I really appreciate that. And I feel the same way about you, too, because, you know, when you call me up or you email me or you text me and I get to know you, I've got I've got multiple people like that. I've got Teresa. I've got Allison. I've got I've got Gene. You know, I've, I've got Drew. I've got all kinds of people out there that contact me on a regular basis. Brad, who talk to me on a regular basis. And, you know, and Riley, and we become very, very good friends. And to me, it means the world when you do that. But I've got something that the Holy Spirit shared with me this morning. And here's what I've learned. You know, one of the reasons that you feel as though you know somebody really, really well, even though you've never met them, is because of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me explain that to you and how that works. And, and he kind of showed this to me. The Holy Spirit showed this to me this morning. I thought it was very unique the way he expressed it to me. The Holy Spirit is omnipresent, just like God is omnipresent. The Holy Spirit has, Spirit has, the Holy Spirit has no barrier in time space, time space. It doesn't exist. In other words, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In other words, the Holy Spirit encompasses all of time space from the beginning to the Adam of Eve, way before that, all the way back to angel wars, to the very beginning of the creation of the universe with God, all the way to the end of the universe, whatever that's going to be or whatever that's going to entail, and how God's going to recreate the entire universe for those of us who believe and who know the truth and who have served him through freedom of will. Just going to mention that. So the Holy Spirit has no barrier in time space. God has those barriers in time space. Jesus, now that he's back in heaven, he's on the present again. He has no barrier in time space. So when a person connects through the Holy Spirit, now listen to me, this is really, really good, and is infused with the presence of God, time becomes meaningless because there is no time in heaven. It doesn't exist like it's God doesn't wear a wristwatch. If you're omnipresent and you're the alpha and you're the omega and you're the beginning and you're the end, and you basically have the ability to be at all places at all time, all of you, not part of you, which is pretty cool. It means all of him is in the Garden of Eden. All of him is the Book of Revelation. All of him is in the pre-Adamic Wars. All of this stuff he does all at once, all of the time. He is omnipresent. So there is no timeline through him. You're infused with the presence of God Time, as we know it, becomes meaningless. That's why it seems that I have known so many of you and you've known me for so long, because the way that we measure time is inaccurate when it comes to eternity. Time in this dimension is irrelevant to God and the Holy Spirit. 
So when you have somebody that you know who's listened to the show for years or someone who just started listening to the show and they start really feeling as though there's a connection between us and them and the Ted Dawson Brower show and all the things that we do and all the things we try to encourage you to do and the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, we're teaching this information to you on an ongoing basis. Time at that point becomes irrelevant when you feel like you know me. So many people come to visit me. I, you know, I had Mike and Rebecca and Charlie come over and see me at the house yesterday. It was great, good friends. And, and, I, and, it, and, it's, and it's so neat to me because when I see them, it's like the time has not passed. You know, I saw Charlie and I didn't see Charlie. I, I met Mike at, at Sharon's funeral. He came down all the way, drove all the way down from Wisconsin. And it's the truth. And, and you guys know that when you have friends that are Christians and you may not see them for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. But then when you get back to them and you see them again, time is irrelevant. It's like you start up with the same conversations, you have the same synergy, you have the same connection that you always had. And once you understand that and you realize that the time space is irrelevant in our dimension, that we're infused with the Holy Spirit, with God and with Christ, through the Holy Spirit, through a blood covenant, all of that stuff doesn't matter. That's why time doesn't matter. That's why age doesn't matter. None of it matters because all of us are just a tiny dot in the great cosmic timeline. As far as our time spans are, you know, we have the time before us is a long linear line. As far as how we measure it, going back to who knows when, when God created the heavens and the earth. And the time after us is another long eternal line that's basically an eternal for infinity. So we're that little dot in the middle that's here for just a brief, brief minute. And James says it this way. We are but a mist and we're here for a little while and then we're gone. And the only thing that matters on your dot, okay, is if you accept Christ, if you serve the most high God and what you do for Jesus is going to last. So when you talk to your friends about Christ, when you talk to your friends about the Holy Spirit, when you talk to your friends about accepting Jesus and what the blood covenant really means and all of the things that you do as far as your family and your children and all the rest of it, all the true friends that you have, they're going to share eternity with you. So the only thing that's going to really matter for eternity is what you do here for God. Basically, the bottom line is that's just the truth. And so what we see is these people get all caught up in their daily lives. They get all caught up in, you know, in, in making a fortune and, and, or, or grinding through life or whatever they do, and they never look at the other things that God has for them and the relationship with him. Because it's not about a religion. It's about a relationship. If you're going to serve God and be with him for all of eternity, you kind of need to know who he is, and you kind of need to have a relationship with him. It's like if you're going to marry somebody. You don't want to marry somebody after you've met them and you've you, and you gone out with them you know, one day, and you, you never knew them in the past, and suddenly you think that they're who they say they are, and they're not. And it takes three to six months, sometimes a year to two years, three years to get to know somebody to really know them. And all of a sudden now you've got this relationship with them and now you ask them to marry you. And now suddenly you can continue to grow that relationship as one through the Holy Spirit, through God Almighty, through Jesus. A quarter of three strands is not easily broken. We're told by the Bible and it's true. That's be you, your wife and the Holy Spirit or, or God or Jesus or the omnipresent Godhead. A quarter of three strands is not easily broken. And so we continue to grow as we, as we get older with the person that God called us to be with. That's why it's important from a relationship standpoint that we support one another. I pray for you guys all the time, all the time. I mean, just pray, pray, pray all the time. I pray pretty much all the time anyhow. And I always ask God to bless you and to keep you and allow his face to shine upon you, be gracious on you, to grant you grace, mercy, peace, long life and health and resolve for you to stand your ground and that you'd be blessed. And it's just something that I do on an ongoing basis. I took that upon myself about five years ago for you guys. And a lot of you have done the same thing for me and Austin and our families. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. And that creates that synergy in the Holy Spirit. Because remember, a prayer is, an, is a scalar energy field that you create around you when you speak. That's why words are so important. That's why you can't be singing bad songs with bad lyrics and all kinds of 
perverted lyrics. I have a friend of mine, they were doing a karaoke thing the other night, and some girl comes up as one of the contestants, and she had written a song, and she starts singing it, and all of a sudden, there's, you know, there's children in the room, and, you know, it's a song that she had written, and all this unbelievably filthy language is in it. They had to stop her and disqualify her. Because she basically had basically breached the, the, the contract as far as what she was doing, as far as what she was going to talk about and sing. The same thing is true with Hollywood. They put all kinds of spirits and demons in the records and the albums. And, I, you know, and I'm, I'm going I'm to kind of just step, I'm going to step back for a second, and just give you some, just some little stuff. You know, with my kids when they were younger, you know, I, I basically, I don't even know how many cell phones I broke. Now, Austin's going to start laughing about this. I mean, I broke so many cell phones, it was ridiculous. I broke iPods and MP3 players and just and just all kinds of stuff. I broke it all the time. I remember somebody at one time said one of my kids, this gosh, awful, filthy music. That person ended up dying of a heroin overdose, by the way. I remember I took a hammer to that iPod or whatever little thing is that you play music on. I took a hammer to it. I mean, I took a hammer to it and beat it until it wouldn't play and it would never, ever play again. Many times with the kids, I've broken their cell phones. They'll be doing something or talking or something or looking at something they shouldn't be looking on the internet. I walk in, snap the book, snap the phone in half. So that's it. And one, one time, one of the kids was yanking my chain a little bit and was telling me something wasn't true. And I ended up taking the telephone and putting it underneath the front tire of my diesel truck. And I said, I'm going to back the truck over your phone in the event that you don't tell me the truth right now. And uh, all your contacts and all the other stuff that you have in there are just going to go bye bye. And all of a sudden, the, the, the truth starts spewing forth like a river. <laughs> okay? and, and it's just you've got to have that kind of resolve with your children. If you know they're being involved in social media, and I remember my kids, they really never got these types of types of devices till like 15, 16 years old when they started driving or running around with their friends and need to be in touch with us. I never gave it to them when they were three, four, five, six. I didn't do any of that stuff. Nobody, nobody got this stuff. And so we have to understand that we've got to stand and have the resolve. I remember one time I had one of the kids and they had a stereo. They were playing a bunch of really satanic music. And I took it, backed over the dog on, took the stereo out of the vehicle and, and backed it over the, with, the, with a diesel truck and crushed it. You think, well, you really did that? Yeah, I really did that. Because you've got to show where you're going to stand with your children. It says train them up in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. And you've got to – and gosh, it's so difficult when you have teenagers and younger kids because their health and their life and their upbringing and their thought pattern is your responsibility. And that's why we talk so much about the transgender story hour and these transgender perverts and all the rest of this stuff because we want you to realize that you've got to take hold of what you know with God Almighty, and you've got to stand your ground, and you've got to prevent your children from being exposed to certain types of things that are unbelievably sick. And that's why we talk about it so much on our show because a lot of times, well, you always talk about the transgender stuff. Okay, look, these guys, you see it with the Indiana Jones movie, they ain't backing off. They're going to push it and push it until they normalize it. And the problem is, if we don't stand our ground as Christians, you know, we're not going to we're not going to stop it. It's going to get normalized. And another person, basically, and I'm, I'm going to just just be here for just a second here. This this is this is really important. I, I somebody sent me this this morning. I'm going to step on a few toes with this, and, and I've got I've got to say this, and, and it's going to be kind of weird because it's going to it's going to make a few people mad. It really is. It's about preachers. And Riley sent me that this this morning. I'll read you part of it, and I'll explain to you what he says. He goes, the biggest red pill I had to take was realizing how indoctrinated most churches are. Okay, They will always constantly preach about male sin and not female sin. Now, a lot of you guys are going, whoa, he's going to go there right now. Now, let me say something to you real quick. There's plenty of sin to go around here. That's what grace is for. Right? <laughs> plenty of guys sin and plenty of female sin. But they're always talking about the guys shouldn't be looking at other girls, which they shouldn't be. They're always talking about how the guy if they're if they're in a relationship or in a marriage, they shouldn't be doing that. But the, you know, the reality is that girls shouldn't be talking about that either. Oh, you haven't heard that preached, have you? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's really weird when you, you know, cause I'm back in this crazy dating world and all of a sudden you have this, some girl that you're with starts talking about the waiter and you're like, why are you talking about the waiter? You're with me. You know about how hot the waiter is. And you're like, that's not okay. And this girl claimed to be a hardcore Christian. She actually taught a divorce recovery class because she divorced and I can understand why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and you sit back and you think about it. Where's the preaching about, you know, a man being willing to lay down his life for his wife to protect her and to take care of her. But where's, if a man's willing to do that, is the wife also supposed to be having that same attitude of, of basically love with him? Where's that? You know, how about, I'm going to get, how about the husbands who decide they're not going to sleep with their wives anymore? And how about the wives who decide they're not going to sleep with their husbands anymore? I mean, you know, what in the world is all that about? I mean, how is that even possible? You know, it's something that we have to do is talk about this from both sides of this. And, you know, anything that benefits the men and makes the females look bad is avoided. And sometimes anything that you know benefits the women and makes the males look bad is avoided. We can't do that on this show. We're not going to do it. You know, your husband, if you do not have relations with him on a regular basis, you have a massive increase in prostate cancer, period. That's just what it is. But yet women will say, I'm not going to have relations with him because he's been ugly to me. And you're like, whoa, okay. What is he supposed to do then? Well, he should be nicer. That's a fact. But the reality is don't get like that with each other. Get to the point where you give each other 100% reciprocity. It's not 50-50. All you do is fight with that. And, and that's why I had such a great marriage for so many years. I would give 100% to Sharon. She'd give 100% back to me. I always looked at her interest being more important than my interest. She always looked at my interest being more important than her interest. I remember years would go by, and we wouldn't even argue. I mean, for years about anything. Because we're always trying to please one another and support one another and encourage one another. That's what a true unity in the faith is. That's the true unity of being one flesh. People say, well, I, I don't have that kind of marriage. I don't care about that. My wife does what she wants to do. I do what I want to do, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, you can still do that, but just be willing at that point to realize that if those interests are mutually exclusive, they're not of God. Whoa, I can't believe I just said that, but they're not. If all you care about is yourself, I was speaking to a friend this morning about narcissism. I've got a friend of mine. I love the boy. I mean, he's a great guy. He's Austin's age. And he was married to a girl. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not picking on her. I'm not picking on him. But she would literally shoot a thousand pictures of herself every day. She literally would walk down the hallway in my home taking pictures of herself. When she walked outside, she took pictures of herself. When she walked to the car, she took pictures of herself. She was constantly in a mode of taking pictures of herself. I mean, literally one after another, after another, after another. This is pure narcissism. This is of the devil. This is the way Satan was. It's me, myself, and I. All she cared about was herself. She was so messed up that she would not even pump her own gas at a gas station. This girl's girl 30 years old. She would call her husband to come pump gas, and if her husband wouldn't come pump the gas, she would call her dad, who made her like this, to come pump the gas. I'm not making this up. I'm not exaggerating any of this. I mean, I know her. I saw one time I was with Sharon and Harrison, and we were sitting on a rooftop cafe right outside of the Acropolis in Athens, you know, overlooking you know, these, the structures there of ancient Greece. And I'll never forget, this girl comes up to the stairwell, and it was the weirdest thing you've ever seen, and starts shooting pictures of herself. And sat there and took pictures and pictures. I mean, hundreds of photographs. It was to the point that everybody on the rooftop restaurant was laughing. Okay, I've got something to say about all of this stuff. That ain't normal. It ain't okay. Don't be doing stuff like that. Don't be acting like that. You say, well, I can't believe you're talking about this right now. I mean, I take pictures of myself all day. Well, stop doing that. It's not okay. 
or you send pictures of yourself to people all the time. Well, you know, if you send your picture to somebody every once in a while who's a family member or a father or a mother, that's no big deal. But sending constant photographs, photographs, photographs every day, 25, 30 pictures of yourself, it's not okay. I knew a guy one time, I'm not going to mention any names, in Tallahassee. His, uh, his, 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 uh, his sister had graduated from medical school, and he ended up buying her like a $200 Seiko watch. It's like 40 years ago, which is equivalent to like an $800 watch now with a sweep second hand so she could take blood pressure readings and you know, as far as heartbeats, et cetera. And when that young man finally graduated with his master's degree working on his doctorate, she sent him a picture of herself, a five-by-seven picture in a frame so he could put it by the nightstand and have a picture of his sister looking at him every day. And when he asked her about why you would send a picture of yourself to me as a gift, she goes, well, I thought you'd want to just see my photograph. You think, Terry, you're making this up. I give you my word before God Almighty. It's not a made-up story. I don't make up stories. I've seen so many crazy things in my life because these people get so wrapped up in narcissism and self, self-love that they forget there are other people in the world, other people in their family that they've got to think about. And I see it over and over and over and over again. And so what ends up happening is that other person who's not in that me, myself, and I relationship gets really, really lonely because it's like, well, it's all about her. And you know, there's songs about that. You know, I love me or whatever that crazy new song is. I'm not going to even quote you the lyrics. It's so perverted. But the whole thing about it is, is that we have to have a healthy self-esteem. That's important. We need to realize that we're made in the image of God and that Jesus came to die for us, that he loved us that much. And we also need to realize that we're sinful creatures and we need to repent and ask God to forgive us and accept Christ as our Lord and our Savior. We've got to understand all of that stuff. But we also need to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, including raising our kids the right way. Now, are you going to make mistakes as a parent? Yeah, you are. I can't tell you that. You're not going to. You're going to. You're going to do things you shouldn't do. You're going to say things you shouldn't say. You're going to punish them a certain way you shouldn't punish them. You're going to yell at them because you're, you're going to you're, – and you're going to realize as you get older that volume doesn't change anything. You'll, you'll, you'll learn that one pretty quick if you've got any kind of sense. I learned that one a long time ago. Volume doesn't change. You can scream and yell and cuss all you want. It doesn't change much. And quite frankly, the communication skill set goes to the floor when you do that because they put a barrier up and they don't hear anything you say anyhow. You say, well, you mean you used a bad word before? Stop it. Just stop it. You know I've used a bad word before. I've used a bad word before on this show. I called Hillary Clinton the B word one time, and you guys all sent me emails and told me how great it was. I didn't mean to do that. I just couldn't. I can't stand that witch, that wench, that, well, you know what I said. I, I can't stand her. And the point is this. We're not perfect, but we don't have to be perfect because Jesus Christ came, and he died for you, and he died for me to bring us reconciliation to God the Father. To allow us to realize that we have grace through faith, unmerited favor, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, including tell the truth. And that's what we try to do with the Ted and Austin Brower show. We try to realize that you know, we got to tell the truth in every single thing that we do all of the time. And does that mean that you're always going to be right and you're always going to be doing what you're supposed to do? Again, like I said earlier, no, it's not going to happen. But we have to understand that all of this stuff is part of who we are and, and the learning curve we have as Christians. Okay, let me get into the story. By the way, Q, Q, Q Annan leader Michael Protzman dies from injuries in a dirt bike crash. The followers of his JFK-obsessed conspiracy cult claim he's still alive. Uh, you know, you know, even despite a death certificate being issued for the former Q Annan cult leader, followers are still adamant he has not died. Protzman came to national attention when he and his followers waited in Dallas, Texas, for the return of JFK in November of 19, you know, 2021. You know, uh, yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing with these guys, with the QAnon. The God of this age has blinded them. They have a veil. They can't see the truth. And I'm sorry if you're a Q follower. And I'm not saying that 80% or 90% of what the Q thing says is true. 
because it is true. A lot of it is true. But the reality is Donald Trump is not running the country from Mar-a-Lago. It's, 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 it's a psyop by the CIA again. They're trying to keep you to a point where it's okay. It's all happening around you. You can't see it, but it's there, and we're going to be okay. It's a psyop. It's a psyop to shut up patriots so they don't go out and protest and do things they know they need to do as far as standing firm in the word of God and against the government and the evil tyranny that we are seeing coming out of Washington now because we are living under tyranny. We are. We've got, we got a boot on our neck right now. You know, and, uh, and some of the federal court judges that we talked about yesterday are coming back and saying, hey, you know, we don't need to do this. Some of the stuff is just too far out there and we can't be involved with any of this stuff. But, you know, we have to understand that we've got to tell the truth on everything that we do. And this thing with the Q, guys, listen to me. Like I said, 90 percent of the stuff they talk about is true. Hillary Clinton has not been lynched in Guantanamo Bay. All right. Hunter, Hunter Clinton, Hunter, Hunter Biden has not been lynched in Guantanamo Bay. This stuff they come up with is insanity. And people want to believe it. Oh, yeah, look what happened here. Look what happened here. I had a friend of mine that I'd helped her. She had some health issues years ago. I thought she was a great lady. And she thanked me one time. We met her in, in Denver years ago, me and Sharon. We had driven through there in the RV, and we stopped to see her. And she was really, really nice. And then she got all wrapped up in the Q stuff. And I told her, it's not real. And she got adamant with me. Well, about a year later, I told her, it's not real. And finally, about a year later, I said, it's really not real. And then she sent me this nasty text, and she said, don't ever contact me again. You're missing this. I don't want to hear what you have to say. And she had been a radio talk show personality. And I mean, it was mind boggling to me that she was that adamant. Now, whether she still believes all the nonsense or not, I don't know. And then I spoke to another guy who was involved in this whole thing. And they actually did a movie about this. And I'm not going to mention any names. And, and he basically you know, missed it. He just missed it. He's supposed to be a prophet. And I told him, I said, but I said, you know, you need to come clean with this and tell everybody you missed this. I said, everybody knows that sometimes you just miss stuff. Everybody does. I'm not going to, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm like, you really need to. Well, now, you know, you know, two years, three years later now with Donald Trump being gone out of the office, right? Uh, he's still sitting there going, you know, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. You know, and maybe it's because he has people supporting him. Maybe he has a PayPal account. Maybe people, people are sending him money because he's got some notoriety from the things that he said back in 2015 and 2016. I don't know. All I know is this. When you're wrong and you miss it, you miss it. That's why so many times I'll come on the show and I'll say, hey, look, we had to basically did a story and we're basically going to retract it. And sometimes it may be a, a story that I may do a 10 minute segment. And I and that's only happened a couple of times now out of 2000 shows. And I will pull the entire broadcast down because it can't be it can't be fixed. It can't be edited. Too much information went out on some on a certain topic that wasn't accurate. I had a, a lady guest here, a doctor who ended up being a complete and total flake. I mean, flake. I mean, ridiculous flake. I mean, liar, just unbelievable. I found out about all this later, and she had done a show with me. It was a good show. I pulled the podcast down and deleted it. I'm not going to mention any names. I'm not going to do all that. But the reality is is that we've got to stand firm with the, with the word of what we know it's going to work, how it's going to work. By the way, one more story. I'll turn back over to Austin. Nearly half of tap water in the U.S. is laced with hormone warping, forever chemicals linked to cancer and infertility. Major government study finds worsted areas are in California, eastern seaboard, Great Lakes, and Great Plains. This is poly. This is Teflon. Government scientists detected poly PFAS in 45% of the U.S. water sources. The sprawling study is the most comprehensive yet to highlight the problem. Almost half the tap water in the U.S. is laced with Teflon, according to the major study. Experts say the findings were frightening given the scale of the problem and the link between these toxins and serious health conditions, including cancer, infertility, and birth defects. 
And remember, this is a fluoride compound. Just to mention that. In, in the most comprehensive study of its kind, researchers in the U.S. Geological Survey tested sources of over 700 locations for this PFAS. These microscopic man-made chemicals can take thousands of years to break down in the environment or in the human body, hence the name forever chemicals. By the way, they don't break down in your body. You don't live long enough. The report found that 45% of drinking water contained at least some of these PFASs. I mean, this is nuts. That This is part of what we say and what we have to see. And now, remember, they're not filtering this stuff out in the, in the cities. They're not taking these out, and they're not, and you, and they're not taking it out of your well water. That's why we have told you so many times, drink distilled water. I know Mike was at the house yesterday with, you know, with Rebecca and Charlie, and, I, 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 and he said, can I get some distilled water from you? I, he had to want to refill a Voss bottle. I said, absolutely. I said, this, this faucet here is just pure distilled water. And so this is what we have to drink, either that or reverse osmosis. And so go to the grocery store if you can't afford a distiller and go ahead and spend 25 or 35 cents for a gallon of reverse osmosis water. It's worth it. Just make sure they don't add anything back into it, like fluorine and chlorine. But don't drink contaminated tap water or contaminated well water. Pretty much all the wells in the country have some type of contaminant, whether they're going to be some kind of pesticides, some type of agricultural runoff, some type of you know Teflon, some type of you know atrazine or Basagran or Azulox or Roundup or glyphosate. Take care of your body. Your kidneys have to filter that mess back out of your system. Remember, either you're going to be a filter or you're going to use a filter. And a charcoal filter is not going to work. You're going to have to get reverse osmosis or distill distiller. That's always the best. What do you think, Austin, of what's your story? That story. Yeah, there's a really good film everybody needs to see if they haven't seen it before. It's a very accurate true story. It's called Dark Waters, and it goes into detail about what DuPont did as far as with the Teflon and the C8 and the PFOAs and all the other different types of formulas that they had put together. And, I mean, they there there were lawsuits still going on and on and on from that debacle that they did with DuPont with settlements involving the harmful chemicals and what they did and dumping in the water supply and exposing them to people and never telling them what was going on and having pregnant women working in the factory. DuPont's riddled, riddled with controversy over this. And that's an interesting film. But yes, the water supply is very crucial because as most people understand, your body is made up primarily, you know, 60, 70% water. You gotta stay hydrated. People can They've tempted all kinds of things. They've done sleep deprivation. They've done food deprivation. They've done all types of different experiments for to see how long people can go without certain compounds in certain things. Water's just not one of them, period. It's just there's no, there's no way around it saying, all right, we're not going to drink water for two or three days. Okay, well, uh, yeah, just let me know how that happens you know, when you die. It doesn't work. And so it's really crucial not only – are you drinking good purified water on a regular basis, but you're trying to drink at least half your body weight in fluid ounces, meaning if you're 200 pounds, you're drinking roughly 100 ounces a day. This is crucial for detoxifying methods. It's also very crucial for maintaining muscle strength and health, maintaining and getting rid of inflammation, also maintaining you know, lubrication in the joints. Water is crucial to everything. You know, I've talked to people before, especially when they started to get into the gym, and they go, oh, man, you know, I'm having issues with, you know, muscle cramping or this and that. And I said, well, how much water are you drinking? Oh, I'm only drinking this much. And I said, well, dude, you're not drinking enough water. So you, you can't go in the gym and be grinding through an unbelievably hard, aggressive workout for an hour, hour and a half, sweating everywhere, and you're drinking, you know, two or three little water bottles, you know, 30, 40 ounces a day. It's just not going to work. 
I said, not to mention, you need to make sure you have proper minerals. That's why we have like the Aquatrace formula you can add back to the uh, distilled water and also the magnesium brain food, which is a really popular one, which I've gotten a ton of feedback over the years. So we've had that product with reducing muscle cramps and leg cramps. Incredible, and incredible product. Incredible products. One of our top selling products. And it's one product that, you know, when people use it, I've had some people go, man, I just, I just feel overall better. And they're like, I can't really explain it. It's not like a, a caffeine buzz or, you know, anything like that. They said, it's just, you just feel overall better. And a lot of it's because of the magnesium and the magnesium theanate is the main primary ingredient in that powdered formula. We also have in the capsule formula now, the magnesium brain food and capsule formula. So pick which one you want if you want to try it. But because that magnesium theanate in research studies, it was, it's been shown to be the only magnesium that's able to go through the blood brain barrier. So it's able to get into the brain, which also allows it to help chelate heavy metals out of the body as well. This again falls back to adequate water supply. When you're getting exposed to different types of toxins, whether it be in the food, whether it be in the air, like Dad said earlier, your kidneys got to flush this stuff out. Well, the kidneys need fluids, desperately need fluids, and the body's designed to kick the fluids out. It's basically with that have toxins in them. So if you're trying to detoxify your body, you've got to make sure it's crucial you're drinking extra water on a regular basis. Also, too, it's very good for your skin. Cast keep your skin hydrated. Secondly, the skin is the largest detoxifying organ in the body as far as eliminating organ in the body. Meaning if your liver is getting plugged up, if your kidneys are getting plugged up, your skin is going to basically be eliminating it, which always, always, always leads to end up being severe acne. This is what a lot of people don't understand. I've worked with so many people. Yes, acne can be contributed severely to different types of hormone imbalances. That's a 100% fact. However, I've seen a lot of times people that are having issues with severe acne, whether it's chest acne, facial acne, back acne. I look at what they're doing as far as their diet. You change their diet. You cut out the really, really toxic fats. You cut out the sugars. You took out the high fructose corn syrups, the food coloring, the preservatives. You go to a really clean, you know, organic meat, chicken, eggs, fish, vegetable diet. Guarantee you, you go through that, stack it with the GHI cleanse, up your water take to a minimum half your body weight in fluid ounces every single day. Start exercising and cleansing your body out. You will be shocked in most cases on how well it helps getting your skin cleared out. Because I remember when I was younger and I, you know, I had some friends that were dealing with a lot of acne. And I never really did have any issues with acne growing up, Not, nothing severe. And, you know, it's a little bit here, there, as, you know, any teenage boy or in your 20s. But when I saw a lot of the friends that I knew that were having severe acne, one of the biggest things that I always saw them eating, there were two things that were almost 100% consistent that I would pick up on because I was always based in nutrition in general. It was fast food and it was sodas. Those were almost a guaranteed staple in people's diets that I saw with severe acne. And so I continued to kind of look at that, just kind of an outside perspective. And then I remember I had a friend that it was actually one of Lana's friends, and she was dealing with it some. And I remember I talked to her about that. And I said, you know, how much – she, she was complaining about it a lot. And I said, how much soda are you drinking? She was, oh, I drink like five or six Mountain Dews a day. So five or six Mountain Dews a day? That's like 300 grams of sugar in high fructose corn syrup form. She goes, yeah, I know. I need to get off of them. And she goes, I'm trying to lose some weight too. And I said, well, just do this. I said, don't even really be that concerned. I'm just curious right now. Just a little, little experiment. I said, you know, don't even really worry that much about your diet right now. Don't even worry about trying to exercise right now. I'm just curious. Cut out the sodas, cold turkey, cut out the Mountain Dew. 
and go straight to drinking purified reverse osmosis water. So you got access to it because they had like a big, big filter system at their house. And she goes, really? I said, you do that. Do that for 30 days. I'm just curious. See if you can do that for me. And she goes, all right, I'll give it a shot. And sure enough, it wasn't a month later. I ran into her. We were all going out and doing something. And I saw her. And I said, wow. I said, you're looking, you're looking better. She goes, dude, I'm already down like 15 pounds. She goes, my skin's been clearing up. I said, what have you been doing? She goes, the only thing I did was I cut Mountain Dew out. I said, that's it. She goes, the only thing I did. I haven't even exercising or anything. I said, wow. Imagine that. Cutting 300 grams of high fructose corn syrup and phosphoric acid and all the other compounds and food coloring out of your diet for 30 days and replacing it with water. Imagine that. I had another really good buddy. He basically is for the sheriff's department. Great guys, like my brother. And he was having a lot of issues with blood pressure. I mean, he loved drinking a couple sodas a day. And finally, he cut him out. He just drink Coca-Cola. And I told him, I said, dude, blood pressure, you can't deal with it, man. I said, you're getting too old with the, with the sugar and the caffeine. And sure enough, he cut sodas completely out, switched over to drinking water every day. Blood pressure got completely under control, dropped like eight, nine pounds, feeling a lot better, a lot healthier, a lot better shape now. And that's why it is so crucial that you really look at what you're putting in your body on a regular basis. I've told people this. You know, you go out on, on, a, on a weekend. You take the kids out. So I do this on, you know, probably semi-regular basis, two or three times a month. Kids are doing something really good or they're doing really good in school. And I'll go get them some really good organic ice cream. You can do, do that. You can go eat, you know, big old thing of ice cream, probably five, six, seven, eight hundred calories. Not recommended it be a healthy treat. I'm just telling you, I've done it. And you can do that. And your body can process it and you're continually drinking water. And the next day you're eating really clean and you're training, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, four, five, six days a week. And your body can process it and it can handle it. Now, what it can't do is it can't do with eating a big giant tub of ice cream every single night before you go to bed. If you want to stay in good shape, you don't want to start gaining body fat. You will 100% guarantee you'll start gaining body fat doing that. I know. I've done it before with the kids. So I'm speaking from experience with this. And so what you have to look at is that certain things like that have to be done in moderation and other things like purified water have to be done on a daily basis. So you kind of have that 80-20 rule like dad spoke about yesterday as far as with business. You know, 20% of your clients or 20% of your customers do 80% of your sales. This is applied on a full range of different things, not even just business. 80% of the time, you need to be eating really clean. 20% of the time, you can have some junk food. Now, is it better to be about a 95-5 or a 90-10? Yeah, I would recommend that if you're really trying to stay in shape. But overall, depending on lifestyle, depending on what you're doing, 80-20 is a really good, really good ratio to be on a lot of stuff. And with water, that needs to be 100% all the time. I mean, adequate water on a regular basis. As again, I said, there is no substitute for drinking purified water. There is nothing else you can do as far as to replace the fact of drinking purified water on a regular basis. So again, I encourage you, do your research, look at what you're putting in your body. Then on a side note of that, <laughs> also too, in other news, this is something I wanted to bring up because remember I told you guys what they're going to start trying to do with electronic currency. I had a friend that I talked to the other day and he was talking about the CBDCs with the Federal Reserve now going to be directly transferring funds to your bank accounts. And he goes, you know where this is going to go. He said, oh yeah. He said, you're going to get flagged if you buy stuff that they don't want you to buy. That's where it's going to go first. And I said, yeah. He said, or you're going to get taxed on stuff more heavily that they don't want you to buy. And I said, absolutely. Well, a video just came out from the World Economic Meeting of the New Champions highlighting the dystopian world that's being openly created by unelected authoritarians that are essentially running the globe. Like I said before, nobody voted for these guys. Tolino 
senior professor of trade policy at Cornell University, Aswar Prasad, at this annual meeting, spoke at the gathering, bluntly stating the benefits of digital money, including, and I quote, the programmability of citizens. He said, and I quote, this is a quote from Ezra Prasad at this meeting. The government decides that the units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things but not other things that it deems less desirable, say ammunition or drugs or porn or things of that sort. Yes, his first thing on the list of less desirable that they deem is ammunition. Ammunition. The first thing that he brought up was ammunition. So lest you think that they're not going to go after it. Because remember what I've told you guys before, and I said this back when Barack Obama was in office. I said the easiest way they're going to be able to go after the guns is the ammunition. I said they're never on any certain way, shape, or form are ever going to be able to get away with doing a mass-scale gun confiscation in the United States nationally. Can't be done. Will not be done. It's physically impossible. You know, Maybe 100 years from now when everybody complies and turns them in, maybe, but not anytime soon. Nothing. Can't be done. Physically cannot be done. There's not a standing army that can confiscate all the firearms in the United States. Impossible, especially when people start doing you know, real warfare in the United States that the other countries are not ready for with all the doggone veterans we have that are extremely combat effective. What they're going to do is start putting massive taxes and controls on ammunition purchases. This is why, in my opinion, why Lake City is handing over the contract as far as ammunition production to Sig Sauer for the first two years of this new caliber that they're coming out with with their Combat rifle that now has the contract for the DOD military. They're going to stop producing 5.56. Lake City's going to stop producing it. They're going to have small batches of it for basically the government that is using it, and they're still their M4 platforms as they phase them out. But over the next four to six years, they're going to phase 5.56 production out. Lake City is the number one manufacturer of 5.56 ammunition in the entire country, much probably the entire world. So what they're going to do is they're going to try to go after the ammunition, not only on reducing production, but increasing taxes, and then going in and saying, well, this ammunition or, or this ammunition can't be bought with your CBDC. This can't be bought with this, or you're going to be basically getting more fees on it. So instead of buying a 5.56 round for 40 cents a round, 45 cents a round for green tips, about what they're averaging right now, oh, well, there's going to be a 500% tax, just like Obama said. Oh, so now it's going to be you know, $2, $2.50, $3 a round. Uh, it's going to be pretty hard to train and stay combat effective if you've got to pay $3 a round for a bullet. thought I'd throw that out there. So just something to be aware of. That's why it's so important to make sure, A, you store your ammo properly. That's the first thing that I always recommend. And secondly, B, you got backup supplies that you know of and you're continually staying prepped with whatever you need, whether it's organic food buckets, whether it's backup ammo, whether it's backup vitamins and supplements for at least the ability. And I've said this before, whether it's food, whether it's supplements, whether it's water. Always make sure you've got the ability for a minimum of 30 days. My opinion, my preference, 90 days. 90 days of complete sustainability without needing anything from anywhere at any time is a really good staple to have. Is that something that everybody can do? Not necessarily, but 30 days, that's pretty easy if you do the math on it correctly and you have proper water filtration and you've got backup supplies. So just something I thought I would throw that out there. You guys have – fantastically supported health masters and i appreciate that support so much and thank you again for getting the truth out there all the time on a regular basis what do you think dad and what's your next story uh, really good and again thank you for supporting us i love you guys i pray for you all the time and i just uh, i'm so appreciative of what you've done for us and the prayers that you pray for us but again disney's at it again i just i, I mean i mean i loathe disney you guys know that i mean i do 
And they have greenlighted a new show about a girl following in love with the devil. Yeah, uh, the family-friendly entertainment organization Movie Guide is sounding the alarm about a new campaign against an upcoming Disney that features a teenage girl's love affair with Satan. The streaming platform has given the green light to start a production on a new original series titled Pauline. According to the deadline, the series follows an 18-year-old girl who becomes pregnant after a one-night stand with the devil. I uh, I don't really know what to say about this, but of course Disney has fallen to the point of so they're so degraded now from what they once were, from what they once portrayed themselves to be. I've never been a big fan of Disney. I've never been a big fan of Walt Disney. I've never been a big fan of his Club 33 with the high-level Masonic Lodge stuff. Uh, Disney has some issues, and you guys can do some on your own research on that. But at least he tried to portray an innocent America, like with Swiss Family Robinson and those types of movies that he used to put out, You know the things that he used to do that were really, really good. But then you got to look back at Fantasia. And that was another one of the satanic things that I'm sure was brought to him by the Masonic Lodges. I mean, so the whole thing with Disney, as far as I'm concerned, the whole thing was steeped in sin and brainwashing and propaganda techniques from the very beginning. And you can start looking at some of the old, old research from that, especially with the mystic stuff, with the occult and all the other stuff they were involved in. But this one kind of goes a little bit too far, like way too far, like insanely too far, like this is unbelievably horrible they're doing this. But again, remember, they – the groups that are running the planet, the Kabbalist Luciferians, and I mentioned this the other day, are a sex-death cult. Listen to last Friday's show a week ago. I ran and did a full thing on the sex-death cults that run Hollywood and who they are. It's like the Keith Rainier stuff I talked about yesterday with Allison Mack and Nexium and all the stuff. It's a sex-death cult. It's a bunch of weirdo and a bunch of perverts like Jeffrey Epstein that are controlling people through blackmail. And once we understand that, we start to see it. But we are controlled by that. We serve the Most High God. We serve the God, Jesus, who created the heavens and the earth. We serve the Great I Am, who talked to Moses. We have an, a, the ability to be led by the Holy Spirit and be basically infused with the power of the Most High God, the Living God. And that allows us to be so permeated and so filmed, filled with the presence of God Almighty that the other things around us that are not something we need to be part of are pushed out. You know, alcohol could go away, drugs can go away, cigarette smoking can go away. All of this stuff can be pushed out by the Holy Spirit so you no longer have addictions and you don't care about things like that anymore because you'll be infused with the Holy Spirit. Guys, listen to me. We all have to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have to all try to do what's right in God's eyes. But when we're short and we don't make it, his grace is sufficient for you and for me. I love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You stand your ground. You put on the full armor, and you dig in. Finish it up, Oz. You know, with Disney, Disney just whenever you think that Disney has just gone so far, they couldn't possibly do something any stranger. They go out and just make sure they completely redeem themselves in the worst pace, worst pace possible and do a show like that. Why in the world would you even host a film like that, much less promote a film, much less carry a film like that on Disney That's Plus? right. That's right. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. I mean, a girl has a one-night stand with the devil and gets pregnant by him. This is something we're putting on Disney Plus. Golly, Disney, come on. Can you get any more blatantly about your satanic agenda? Gosh. Well, y'all decide whether or not you want to keep supporting that. As you guys know my stance, everybody knows my stance on Disney. Anybody that's been around me in person knows I'm pretty much can't even go to Disney, much less I don't want to go to Disney. Uh, so... <laughs> 
It's just, oh gosh, what a mess with these guys. And this is why, my friends, and I'm going to reiterate this again. If your kids have access to TV or internet or any of this stuff, be very cautious. Make sure you got restrictions and permissions. Better yet, it's best not to let them have access to it. But I know as kids get older, I mean, you can't monitor and maintain everything all the time, 24-7. But have some restrictions on some of this stuff. I mean, Disney Plus, this is this was supposed to be like the family-friendly network, by the way, when they came out with the streaming setup. I remember them talking about, it's Disney Plus. Everybody goes, oh, it's Disney Plus. It's kid-friendly. Woo! Okay. I think they just proved to everybody they have no interest in being kid-friendly anymore. They're only pervert, satanic, agenda-friendly, which you guys, yeah, figure out if you really want to keep paying money to that streaming garbage every single month. That's why, like I said earlier, with Angel Studios, I don't know much about their background and their Mormonism and some of that stuff that I don't really agree with. But I do know one thing. At least they have been doing something to come out with a streaming network and producing films as far as with studios that have been actually promoting Christ and Christianity. At least anything, anything is better than this perversion that Disney Plus is starting to roll out here with this. So thank you again, my friends, for getting the truth out there. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter, by the way, for different sales and specials that come about. And also, too, sends this show to you every single day, the link right to you, so you can go on there and forward it to your friends. And be sure to check out the different specials we're going to have on the front page of the website, including the Inacetyl Cysteine product of the week. Right now on sale for over 10% off, incredibly effective product, dosed appropriately for what you need and really helps out with overall detoxification and helps out with overall lung health so have a blessed blessed safe awesome night my friends have a fantastic weekend stay strong and healthy as always we'll talk to you again next week on the show as always on the ted nostra brewer show thank you guys so much Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.